Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Apostle Patricia Kennedy. Amen. And Kingdom Blessings Network. We just thank God. Amen. For this time that we have uh, an ability. Amen. To broadcast. Amen. What we uh, have heard from the Lord. Amen. What the Lord is opening up and giving it to us on today. It's not. I'm lighting up box of bright light bulbs. Amen. I just thank God. Amen. For opening the op- doors. Amen. Of opportunity in Jesus name. So we just thank God. Amen. For he is worthy and worthy to be praised. And on today, I, I just got through uh, with uh, the prayer line. Amen. The uh, command your morning prayer line. Amen. That is uh happens on Mon- on Sunday, on Saturday, excuse me, I got my, my days mixed up, glory to God, that happens on Saturdays, and we were talking today, and I was, about breaking family curses, not a topic that I like, I like family blessings, amen, to prophesy on somebody, <clears throat> or prof- throw prophecy out into the atmosphere, glory to God. Amen. So I was listening to Apostle John Eckhart and he recommended some books. And one of the authors was Jonas Clark. So I'm like, oh, let me see who this man is. So I I went on and ordered this book, Breaking Family Curses. And I don't know if this is the book that he recommend, but this is one of the books that I really was interested in getting. So uh, I got the book and it explains about breaking family curses, uh, the things that uh, pertain to family curses and the thing that we spoke of and we went through today with the seven signs of a family curse. I leave that happens to people. Amen. So we just thank God. Amen. We just recognize that as intercessors, we have to have some knowledge about what's going on in the spirit realm. I know everybody wants to read the Bible, but sometimes it's good to have the tools. I'm just, a teacher usually digs. So most teachers digs into things, amen, so they'll have more knowledge of what they need to have. Now, Deuteronomy 28 verses, I am a lover of Deuteronomy 28, the blessings of the Lord. I do not read the curses because they make me mad, angry of what (laughs) is before me. So I'm not a fan of the curses. But I am definitely a fan of the blessing. Hallelujah. But we got into this morning uh not our normal okay we're gonna prophesy all the curses over the families amen this is when we put we call the command of your morning putting your families on the altar and this is what we do we put them on the altar so that the blessings will be spoken over them amen just like Jacob spoke and even prophesied amen about his children but God said, you know, he would be father of many nations. Now that's Abraham. 
said that he will be called Israel. He will have a mighty people. So I thank God. Amen. But Deuteronomy 28, I'm going to go to the uh, blessings first. If you out of the NLT. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commandments that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Let me go out of the message today to start off. Then I'll break it back down. If you listen obediently, start with the first verse, to the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey all his commandments that I command you today, God, your God, will place you on high, high above the nations of the world. All these blessings will come down on you and spread you beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. God blessings inside the city, God blessings inside the country, God's blessings on your children, the crop of your land, the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, the lambs of your flocks, God blessings on your basket and bread bowl, God's blessings in your coming in, God's blessings in your coming out going out God will defeat your enemies who attack you they'll come at you one way and run away on several roads glory to God seven ways they'll say in the other translation God will order a blessing on your barns and your workplace he'll bless you in the land that God your God is giving you God will form you as a people holy to him, just as he promised you, if you keep the commandments of God, your God, and live the way he has shown you. All the people of earth will see you living under the name of God and hold you in respect for all. God will lavish you with good things children from your womb, offspring from your animals, and crops from your land, and the land that God promised you, ancestors, that he will give you. God will throw open the doors of his sky vault and pour rain on your land on schedule and bless the works you take in hand. You will lend to many nations, but you yourself won't have to take out a loan. God will make you the head, not the tail. You'll always be on the top dog, never the bottom dog, as you obedient listen to the diligence keeping of the commandments of God, your God. That I am commanding you today, don't swerve an inch to the right or to the left from the words that I command you today by doing, by going out, following and worshiping other gods. Glory to God. That comes down to the first 15 verses. Verse one through 15 is the blessing. 
glory to God. But this man of God, I notice on today, he gets a lot of scriptures out of the curses that will come forth. So we want to look at those on today. Amen. And take part of the teaching on this day of breaking family curses. Seven signs of a family curse. Family curses are reoccurring problems that still kill and destroy. Scripture is clear. God visits the iniquity of the father upon the children up to the third and fourth generation. Exodus 20 verse 5. Iniquity are usually generational sins. Amen. When someone up the family tree gives spirits the right to visit demonic spirit, the right to visit because of iniquity, they come looking for a reason to mess up your life. Take courage. After family curse is exposed, Christ's deliverance is readily available. <clears throat> As intercessors, it's important for us to understand deliverance. That the family curses are part of the fall. Amen. So we as people of God have to know the good, bad, and the ugly. Now, like I told you, I don't go past 15, especially in Deuteronomy. But we're going to go on and look into some of the curses. Lamentation says, Render upon them a recompense, O Lord, according to the works of thy hands. Give them sorrow of heart, thy curse unto them. Persecute and destroy them in anger from under the heavens of the Lord. We bind that devil in Jesus' name. <laughs> you know me. I'm going to bind it, honey. <clears throat> Before you can break generational curses, we need to identify what they look like. These are seven curses, amen, that are coming on the people. You cannot choose your relatives any more than you can choose skin color, gender, or race. Someone up the family tree could be a cause of a generational curse. Amen. I heard Tudor Bismarck was put me in relevance <clears throat> of watching. Because you're not supposed to watch as well as pray. The latitude, the customs, or, or, or the, the pattern of the uh, of a demonic influence. And he was talking about a certain time that these demonics come because of something that was done years ago. Amen. But you know, so he works on it to, to break those curses. A lot of people, you might have started out a drug addict and none of your kids were praise our God or a drunk or whatever, or a drinker, a person that drank heavy. Amen. But your family didn't. We thank God for curse breakers in Jesus name. But you got to, this is where he gives an insight. First is emotional instability and fear. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. According to Deuteronomy 28, 28. The first curse will be discussed is emotional instability. Notice the scripture said that the Lord will smite with madness. To be smitten with madness means insanity, craziness, foolishness, senseless behavior, and flakiness. 
glory to God. Is it not God? It's not enough that God follows that with astonishment of heart, meaning a trembling, unsettled, and fearful heart. Under this curse, one is easily overcome by emotions and fear. Oh God, confusion and depression are two indicators of the family curse. This curse teaches why some are double-minded and have problems ordering their lives with the word of God and renewing their mind. That's called emotional instability. And I was talking about uh, my uh, ex-daughter-in-law. Her grandmother had seven kids. And out of the seven, three had deep mental, emotional problems. Uh, And the problem being is they were schizophrenic, manic depressed. There were so many different things. And one of her brothers got killed by the police. They did not understand his, they thought he was just being belligerent, but he had a mental problem. Amen. In which we are going to address these things now. But I, I just thank God, amen, that uh, there was time that we have to be called uh, because, you know, consulting. What do I think I do with mom? You know, she's not taking her medicine or whatever. And she slipped back into those times. They had a, they had a mother. And that mother, <clears throat> grandmother Lucille, or granny as they call it, Her grandchildren, as far as I know, even up to the great-grands, have no mental problems. I got one that can't be. The curse is broke. In the name of Jesus. Granny Lucille broke that curse. She might have stayed with them, nurtured them, had to take care of the kids while their mothers was institutionalized or uh, Jesse didn't have any kids. Amen. But I thank God Amen. That she broke the curse. She was a woman of God, strong in the Lord, Methodist woman. So don't call, uh, oh, it's only come from, nah, come from the spirit of the Lord. And she broke that curse and it is not plaguing the family. Amen. As the enemy wanted to, wherever it was introduced, I don't know if it was on her side or uh, the husband's side, but the curse is broken. In Jesus' name. To hereditary sickness, the Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee until he has consumed thee from the out of the land whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption. Amen. Heard that word since cowboy days. And with a fever and with inflammation and with an extreme burning and with a sword and with blasting and with mildew and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. Ooh, glory. Deuteronomy 28, 21. Some family sicknesses are reoccurring. Amen. Uh, the, the things that reoccur in times. Amen. High blood pressure, heart problems. Amen. Uh, they say COPD. Amen. Lung disease. Amen. A lot of those are Amheisers. Amen. Disease. He also uses the term fever inflammation. That indicates a curse that is evidently by arthritis. You better say that. Oh, we bind that curse in the name of Jesus. 
inflammation of the brain leads to Alzheimer's disease, then we read the terms extremely burning. Extreme burning means all sorts of strange fevers. Glory to God. But we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of arthritis, osteo, rheumatoid, cirrhosis, arthritis in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of almhouses, oh God. Hallelujah. That you sign, you will keep our mind in perfect peace. That mind stays on thee and trust in thee. This is our portion and we receive it in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We just thank God. Amen. That we bind that spirit. Amen. Of hereditary illnesses. And illness coming through the bloodline. Amen. There are all kinds of illness. Some sicknesses we haven't even heard of. <coughs> Multiple sclerosis. We bind you. Lupus. We bind you. In the name of Jesus. Kidney failure. Liver failure. Uh, we bind you. In G- organ. Any parts of the organs. In the name of the Lord. Amen. Number three is barrenness, impotency, female problems. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruitful and the fruit of thy land, excuse me, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. We bind that curse in the name of Jesus. Even the fruit of our body is blessed. Perhaps we have heard ministerial problems from known as the curse. Sometimes folklores come from biblical tradition. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, ministerial problems may be the result of a family curse. Scripture says, curse shall be the fruit of thy body. The word body, Hebrew, beaten means word, means womb, belly, or abdomen. The womb deals with reproduction. Signs of the curse are infections, Hormone problems, menstrual problems, PMS, cramps, fibro- fibroids, painful relations, barrenness, miscarriage, cysts, rumors, bladders, problems, kidney stones, amen, female problems plague millions, amen, and men through erectile dysfunctions and impotency. Glory to God. So God, we just give you praise that you take care of these situations in a woman's and a male's body in Jesus' name that uh, does not have given the ability to produce in the name of the Lord. But God, we know, oh God, that, amen, that you will, hallelujah, restore, amen, all those virtues, all the good things, oh God, that we be blessed. Amen. The fruit of our bodies in Jesus' name. And we break that curse. Oh, God, and we give you praise. Number four is family breakdowns and divorces. Hello, somebody. Amen. This curse manifests. Amen. In several ways, including divorce, family divides, fights among relatives, families that scatter, no fellowship jailed children and exchange relationships. Yes, Lord. Thou bitch shall be trophy wife and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build an house and that thou shalt not dwell within. Thou shalt plant a vineyard and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Deuteronomy 28.30. Oh, we bind that devil. But it is so prevalent in the United States of America the divorce rate, America is 50% for the first marriages, 
67% for the second marriages, 74% for the third marriages, amen, according to Forest Institute of Professional Psychology. The divorce rate in Japan is 27%, Singapore 10%, and India 1%. Caucasian, we need America to change. Those are places places are accustomed and they are far bent on, amen, letting the family structure be torn down. Children are also affected by the family curse. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people. And that I shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no might in thine hand. Help us, Lord. And those other countries, for one thing, they're out of the mothers and fathers. Amen. They're not going to get it confused. They're not going to uh, have a problem with it. Amen. And if not, they uh, have established another archie, which is the grandparents. Glory to God. 1.2 million children are born in fatherless homes. 1.8 million children are latchkey kids. 30% of kids grow grow up without a father. Oh, glory. 75% of kids on drugs come from single parents' homes. This is not uh, to backlash or upset anybody. This is the statistic. 63% of youth suicides from single-parent home. Uh, The ones that I've heard that are youth, they come from single, amen. You need two minds, I'm telling you, especially with children. 70% of teen pregnancies are from single-parent homes. 75% of jailed juveniles are from single-parent homes. God, we bind that devil, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, that we will flourish, oh God. We will get back to our Christian ways and act because we are Christians that we we don't have to be beholden to anything, oh God. Give our sons good wives and our grandchildren, oh God, and and our other family members, oh God, and and give uh, our uh, sons good wives and our wives good husbands in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That they will grow together, oh God, and grow old in happiness. Amen. Let them be saved, sanctified. Let the the Christian families, amen, how to flourish in Jesus' name. Number five is lack poverty and ability produce. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store or thy kneading trough, according to Deuteronomy 28, 17. This is a curse in finances. An eating trough is where food is prepared. I liken to the ability to produce. Production is the vehicle towards wealth building. On this curse, one's ability to get wealth is stopped. That we bind lack in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. God, let our covers be full, oh God. Our refrigerators, oh God. Whatever we need, God. You said you're the God, Amen. Hallelujah, that you give unto our knees, pressed down, shaken together, running over, God, that uh, you will, oh God, the Lord our shepherd, we shall not want. Ah, glory, you give us the light of our hearts, oh God. Thank you, Lord God. You give us our needs, wants, and our desires in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, we break the spirit of poverty, 
the spirit of uh, Lodabar uh, in our lives, oh God, send prosperity now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. So we just thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to the sixth practically there. Hallelujah. Out of the seventh. Glory to God. The Bible said, amen. I know the plans I have for you. Hallelujah. To prosper and have an expected end. Glory to God. We thank God. Hallelujah. I find this. I'm going to say this. I find a lot of these days. I went to a church. I'm like, ooh, anybody got a job? I we're into God. We're into God. What do you do all day? Pastor wasn't going to have no job. No problem. Didn't have no congregation. There was no need not to have one. You have four or five people. Somebody got paid to be it. So they were always thrown out, had to leave where they were. So God, we just give you praise and glory, oh God. Amen. That the churches that uh, have a lot of poverty, oh God, that Usually when we're in those kind of churches, amen, they are, they learn how to be prosper by the word of God, by the leading of people, amen, that people will tell them how to get a better job or somebody that they know and that they end up being good workers. Like I told, I came from King, Kentucky, and at one time, uh, they didn't have any running water in the houses. I'm not talking about when I was little. I even came back and there's still a lot of houses that have been running water. And the ones that do the, the city and the county of Jessamine decided, oh, we're going to run some water down there. Now, my uncle had running water and my grandmother, and I think everything's kind of changed back in, getting into practically the 90s. I'm serious. Amen. That they started uh, having that, uh, the water come in or whatever. Otherwise, you go to the slob jar or go out to the outhouse at night, you know, you don't want to go out at night, so you use a slop jar. You had no one in water, amen. We had a pump. We had two pump wells, amen. And you could pump your water from the well, amen, take it into your house, and that's how you did. And I, I went back to Keene, and I went there at one time uh, later on in life, and I noticed that those people that were going to the pump and uh, fetching the water up the hill and... Uh, because my where I, my grandmother lived was on a hill, but uh, they were had homes. Most of them had homes, and most of them uh, had nice cars or cars. Most of them had wonderful or nice jobs. Amen. And I thank God. I thank God. I said, Lord, look what you've done. Now in our days, there was no. I'm not going to church. We didn't have that. Your 15-year-old tell you ain't going to church. Well, you ain't living in this house. Or you're going to get the belt. Or uh, or the switch. So we didn't have, they didn't have that. It was what was instilled in them was the need of for God. And God will prosper. You didn't have to say it. They might not use them scripture. But they could see prosperity. And a lot of churches that lack let people see prosperity. Let them see what it looks like. Let them know what it looks like. And I guarantee 
that this curse like it try to consume a, a city but the Lord said no not so and the people flourished they might not live in that city anymore most of them but they flourished now give God the praise another part number six is no ambition no vision no direction according to Deuteronomy 28 29 Lord I hate to read these curses and they shall grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways and thou shalt not be only oppressed and spoiled evermore and no man shall save thee help us glory glory to God a lot of the, the people perish without a vision so you must have a vision. I don't care what it is. You must have a vision for tomorrow. Some people, yeah, they get up and, you know, go get that can of beer and get on the porch and wait for somebody to cook dinner or go and make a sandwich, come back on the same porch all day long. Some people might want to go and smoke weed all day long. Amen. I'm just saying, some people want to do other things. They have a vision, but the, they got a vision, but it's not the right vision. But there's a lack of vision, a lack of productivity. And without that function of the vision, amen, the function of going to get and be visionaries and having no ambition not to better themselves, further themselves, you're going to have a problem. And direction. We need direction. And Lord, we need help from you to show us we're in the right path and the right course. And we're doing the right thing. Uh, my son said, ah, you know, he was going to be a supervisor at this other job. And yeah, he was, you know, pretty much so a supervisor. But he wanted to get more money, so he went to another place. He said, oh, well, you know, Lisa's my daughter, my uh, goddaughter, she's a supervisor. Lisa has been to college so many times, business colleges so many times. You can't match her portfolio. I don't care what you do. She was a Lextran driver, which is a community, uh, a city bus driver. Amen. Even up until uh, she drove the sanitation truck, just like a man. Hallelujah. Not only that, when you take CDL, you got to know how to practically prepare that truck if you go to trucks driving school. Glory, you got to see what's going on wrong with it. Amen. But I like maybe the portfolio. Your portfolio's got to be tough. Your portfolio's got to be uh, packed. A lot of people, a lot of doctors, you look on their wall, they've got this going on and that going on and this school here and that school there and all these different states and different cities why that's just like the bible said we go from glory to glory to glory bless the lord's name the lord will give you a witty idea and it ain't selling drugs because there's no prosperity you're going to go around with your holes in your pocket trying to save you the trip but I give God praise that we have to have ambition. 
and we have must have a vision and direction. Pray to God. Amen. God, we pray for direction for our family members, oh God. Amen. A drive and an ability, oh God. Amen. Uh, wisdom, oh God, even financially, oh God. Hallelujah. To do better and to uh, those that lack uh, uh, ability, amen, to want to do better and to prosper, God, that you will shake them and wake them up in Jesus' name. Allah, the seventh is bondage. The stranger that is with thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Thou shalt lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and that shall be the tail. According to Deuteronomy 28, 43, 44, the devil is alive. I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm part of the royal priesthood and a holy nation. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord God. I'm God, I thank you and I praise you. I'm an ambassador of Christ. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Oh, and I bless his name. Thank you, Lord. I bind that scripture. I bind those things, those working of the enemy, those bondages, that slavery. I call jail, jail is slavery. They got to tell you what to do, when to get up, when to go sit down. The person loses his individualism. Hello, liberty and freedom. You keep going back to jail over and over again. You put yourself in the category number seven. They are easily controlled and manipulated into loss of identity. They lose their personal liabilities, liberty, excuse me, and liabilities. Can't make decisions on their own and they must get permission from their masters. And I'm not saying that's what the book said. From other individuals, a person will look to other gods for provisions and protections, not unto the Lord. They are faithless, carnal, and full of idolatry, entertainment, and anything that divides them from the Lordship of Christ. Knowing that God visits the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation, part of, Deuter- uh, part of uh, Exodus 20, of the Ten Commandments, has been quite a shocker for some. You have learned, however, that curses don't visit the family without a cause. You've got to give the enemy a cause to visit your family. There is a demonic door open somewhere. And it must be recognized. There's a lot of people been in jail. I got a cousin been in jail. My God, after this life, I don't know what for. And the blessing is he's been out probably 20 years, about 12, 20 years now, and not to go back in. Now, he might be 60 years old. Amen. But after a while, there's going to be something that prompts I can't go here anymore. One, the younger probably will beat you up, take your take your food, amen, or, or do something else because there's a lot of things that go on in jail. Glory to God. I had a cousin, amen, he just came out of jail last year. I read something that he wrote. He's usually very uh, 
Oh gosh, he appreciates getting out this time. I don't think a brother wants to go back. He's not going to go back. I don't want to go back. No, he don't want to go back. Uh, there was a time, you know, uh, that I did have him uh, on film where uh, he went to his brothers and sisters. They got baptized at the same time. And I remember him there. And his father came also to see his sons baptized and his daughter. But I thank God. I thank God. That maybe he's seen something in the servant God thing. And I pray that he pushes it the most. He already uh, had a murder. He's already killed somebody. And he had already had to go back the second time. But that time that he spent, he is more docile. Because when he went in there, he was crazy as a June bug. And he was going to kill somebody again. But I've not heard, and he said very refreshing things that don't let the people bother you. And I'm like, that's not him. And I know my his grandmother would be proud that, you know, he's she don't have to calm him down every time he wants to grab a gun. But I give God the praise, amen, that we're over those bondages. Don't let prison and jail be your bondage. Amen. Learn there, okay, when I get out, this is what, have that vision while you're there a lot of people are bondages in their homes amen they're they're in slavery amen in all kinds of different areas of of their lives and we just got know the god that is a, a chain breaker hallelujah he'll break any chain of slavery he break any chain of bondage and let the captives go free i just wanted to go on and do part of uh, this word on today, Amy, coming out of the book, Breaking Family Curses by Jonas Clark. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, if it's a bad curse, I got to go attack it immediately. Hallelujah. Amen. We just thank God, amen, for you all being on the line. Hallelujah. Be calling in, amen, doing whatever, amen, that the people of God does. Amen. Not only people of God is this anchor uh, podcast. It's not just for people that go to church. It's for people that don't go to church. Amen. Right now we're in the middle of COVID. We need a word from the Lord. And I thank you. I thank God. Amen. On Saturday we can put our families on the altar. A lot of people might have a soul train lit. I don't take this. If God give it to me and I hear it, yes. If not, you can visit your line yourself. Amen. It will be the number will be on Facebook. Amen. For commanding your morning, which comes on at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Times, uh, seven o'clock Central Standard Time, six o'clock Pacific Standard Time and five o'clock in the coast. Amen. At five o'clock in the morning. Amen. That we give honor and we give glory to God and we intercess and whatever God wants us to do, let our hands be fine doing it. Y'all have a blessed day in the Lord. We give you praise. We give you, uh, give God the glory and let traveling grace and favor of God be your portion in Jesus name. Love you all. God bless you.